Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day two with Billy Thompson, who's, I think, probably not that much older than my oldest daughter. I'm not sure. I won't, we won't ask Billy his age, but, you know, it's amazing how fast life goes, Billy. I moved to Evansville almost 37 years ago in my early 20s. And, you know, when you, you younger folks out there and the older people tell you, oh, it goes faster, and you're like rolling your eyes, it, it, just, it just goes faster and faster. Before you know it, you go from 20 to 40 to 60, and it really does. And it really sharpens your focus on, you know, where am I going to end up for eternity? You know, when your grandparents or your parents talk to you about that, you know, it, it comes quickly where we take our last breath. And I just hope everybody listening to today's podcast knows Jesus as their Lord and Savior uh, because he's real. And uh, it's not warming up a church pew that gets you to heaven. It's a personal relationship. Jesus said you must be born again. And if you have any questions on that, you know, contact me. I'd love to talk to anybody about Jesus because it's it's not warming up a pew. It's a re personal relationship with Jesus. It took me until my early 30s, Billy, to get to that point, to realize that I wasn't born again. I wasn't saved. Never forget the peace I had at that altar that day when I finally gave Jesus my heart. So, well, let's pray. Father, we're just thankful for the listeners today and for Billy being here. I know, Father, that you knew at the foundations of the earth that we would be here today doing these podcasts. And I thank you for lives being touched by Billy's testimony here and sharing, Father, and that, uh, Father, people will not only hear the word, but do the word, Father. So thank you for your presence here today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Billy, we got a good intro yesterday to Habitat for Humanity, and I know your heart, Billy, is is to go out and serve at whatever, not just building homes, right? And I just love your heart for that. And, you know, as you were finishing up yesterday, Billy, I thought about the jail ministry. And, you know, I'll tell those guys, you know, I'm not getting paid to be here, don't want to be, and I'm honored to be here. But I've left many times in tears thinking about why God would use me for something like that. And it's just, it's such a blessing when you when you go out and serve and help others. And uh, so, Billy, I'm going to kick it over to you to maybe before you get into the Habitat thing, mention a little bit too about your involvement in Young Life, because I know you touched a lot of lives, Billy, in Young Life uh, for a number of years. I'm sure you probably missed parts of that and still keep in contact with those people. Maybe start with that and then get into the Habitat. Yeah, Young, young Life is a, a phenomenal relational outreach ministry to middle school, high school, and college-age students. Uh, it, it takes place uh, all across the world. Uh, so regardless of where you're listening, there's a good chance that uh, Young Life is, is nearby. Uh, it's, it is a wonderful opportunity to kind of get out of your comfort zone and go and build relationships with people and share the gospel. Uh, the, the beauty of the ministry is that it is set up to model the way that Jesus did ministry himself. Mm -hmm. uh, all too often the way that off, we usually or often go about doing ministry in uh, in America isn't necessarily modeled after the way Jesus did it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's one one thing that I loved about being involved with that organization was from the get-go they said, and they said, let's look at what Jesus did. If Jesus did it, that's what we're going to do. If Jesus didn't do it, maybe Amen. that's not for us. Um, and, and I think that's a, it's a beautiful thing to... You know, kind of be able to look outside of yourself and and start to see what it is that God's calling you to do. And you were saying, like, when you were talking about the jail ministry, Greg, you were saying, well, uh, who am I? You know, I'm nobody to do this. And you're 100% right. But at the same time, 
that's exactly what God is looking for. Yeah. He's like, I'm looking for someone who says, I am not worthy. I don't have anything to offer. So what I do have to offer, I'm going to bring, and that's Jesus. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing. Again, God doesn't need us to do his work, to do his ministry, but he allows us the, the benefit to take part in that. He allows us to come alongside and watch his work. Yeah. And that ends up being such a, a blessing to us. Yeah. You know, I'm reminded of a story that comes out of 2 Kings, uh, 2 Kings chapter 4. And we're going to look at verses 1 through 7. Uh, and while I'll just read it, and then we'll, we'll see what the Lord's telling us Amen. in that. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1 starts and it says, The wife of a man from the company of prophets cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that he revered the Lord. But now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elisha replied to her, How can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, Go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars, and as each is filled, put it to one side. She left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her, and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, Bring me another. But he replied, There is not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went out and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. And I love that there are several beautiful pictures that we see here in Scripture. I love that when there was crisis, the woman knew to turn to the man of God. She knew where her source, where her provision would come from. And Elisha's posture was, how can I help you? What is it that you have? What are your assets? And I think there's an amazing thing that when we take the gifts and the skills that God's given us, because those that we have are are not our own. Mm -hmm. They're, They're there from him. And when we take what it is that God has given us and we offer that back to him, the little that we have combined with him is miraculous. Mm-hmm. So she says, I've got some jars. I've got, some, I've got a, small, or a small jar of olive oil. And Elisha's response is, go ask all your neighbors for their empty jars. The amazing thing about this miracle, the way that God orchestrates this miracle, is that he allows the community to be the ones that are involved in this. It's not Elisha doing the thing. It takes faith from the woman to do the uncomfortable and go and ask. But then it also takes the faith and the willingness of the community alongside her to say, we're in, we're with you, we'll help. What we have, you can have. Mm -hmm. And once the jars are collected and miraculously she starts pouring the oil and once one jar is full from out of her small little jar, set it aside the next and the next Mm -hmm. and the next. And the miracle continues until all the jars are full. And so if the, the, the widow would have, I'm just going to go ask one. 
she would have had one jar to fill. If the community would have provided, yeah, sure, we'll give you one, there would have been one jar to fill. But because her faith continued for her to continue to go, and because the community around her continued to give, then there was enough that she was able to pay off the debt, have her sons, and then Elisha tells her, and you'll be able to live off the rest. Mm-hmm. God's provision in this case, as it always does, just completely overflows. And I'm, I'm struck by that picture of the community coming alongside someone in need. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's where we're called to step in. And again, w- last episode, we talked a little bit about Habitat. You talked about jail ministry. We talked about Young Life. Mm-hmm. There are so many ways for us to come alongside as a community, the people in need. John 1.14 is an amazing verse that says, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Amen. Um, there's a, a, a translation that reads, The Word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. And I'm struck by that picture of what would the world really look like if the church truly moved into the neighborhood in the same way that John tells us this was the purpose of Christ. Mm -hmm. That he came not just to be here and preach from a pulpit. No, he came to move into the neighborhood. Praise God. Um, Billy, I tell you what, let's, uh, I want to continue that thought. We're going to get into tomorrow. We're out of time for today. If you would pray for our listeners and then we'll pick up tomorrow. Father, thank you again for the um, opportunity that we have to just come alongside the work that you're doing, that you give us the blessing of being a part of the ministry that you do. Uh, You do not need us to do the miracles, but you give us the blessing of seeing you at work. Uh, Father, I pray again that uh, as we go, that you would open our eyes to the needs that there are in the world, that you would allow us to be able to give freely of what it is that you've given us, uh, the blessings and the resources and the time and the talents that you have given and instilled in us, that we recognize that as gifts from you, and that we give those gifts that were freely given to us, that we would freely give that to others. We thank you for these things. It's in your name. Amen. Amen. And Billy, how would they contact you if you want to get involved in Habitat again, please? Because Habitat's all over the world, uh, if depending on where you're listening to, you can always just do a Google search to find your local Habitat. Uh, but if you're in the Evansville or uh, Posey County area, you can certainly reach out to me. Uh, my email address is bthompson, B-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N, at evansvillehabitat.org. Praise God. We're looking forward to tomorrow, Billy. And folks, you can contact our ministry at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.